Now, let's start with that news that's broken in the last few minutes that Shamima Begum has lost her latest appeal over the removal of her British citizenship. Ms. Begum travelled to Syria to join the Islamic State group back in 2015 when she was 15. Her citizenship was revoked on national security grounds shortly after she was found in a Syrian refugee camp in February 2019. She had argued that the decision was unlawful because she was a victim of trafficking. Uh, it means that she remains in Syria with no chance of returning to the UK. Well, here's Dame Sue Carr, the Lady Chief Justice of England and Wales, delivering the ruling in the Court of Appeal. In conclusion, for these reasons, we unanimously dismiss the appeal. It could be argued that the decision in Miss Begum's case was harsh. It could also be argued that Ms. Begum is the author of her own misfortune. But it is not for this court to agree or disagree with either point of view. Our only task is to assess whether the deprivation decision was unlawful. We have concluded it was not, and the appeal is dismissed. Well, let's speak now to Maya Foa, who is an executive director of Reprieve, a legal action non-governmental organisation representing uh, Ms. Begum. Uh, what's your reaction to this? Well, it's obviously a disappointing decision, but in some ways not surprising. What we've heard here is the court again showing absolute deference to the government and essentially saying this is a political decision. We can't tread over that line and say they did something wrong here procedurally. But they have also acknowledged that Ms. Begum, there were credible suspicions she was a victim of trafficking and that many people might find this decision disturbing, the decision to deprive her in the first place. So what we are left with here is a political problem, a problem that the government could have solved. They made it. They could solve it. And the courts have said it is not for us right now. It will be appealed, but that's the current status. What they have ruled was in terms of national security and in terms of the public good being a priority when it came to their decisions rather than any of the five grounds for appeal uh, that was brought. Yes, they said that procedurally the government hadn't made mistakes in the way to the point of unlawfulness in the way they made the decision. But they also acknowledged that there are many important factors in this case that might result in many of us thinking that the decision to deprive in the first place was an unjust one. Our position is, if we think Shamima Begum has committed serious crimes and is a threat to national security, the proper way to prosecute serious crimes is through British courts. And many experts, many security experts have said we are perfectly capable of managing threats in Britain. Have you, uh, have you, I know it's only just happened, but have you spoken to her? Have you told her about what's happened? No, and we're not the lawyers for Ms. Begum. We have worked on the case, but we're not her lawyers. We haven't told her what's happened as yet. I'm sure she will be informed and I'm sure she'll be, you know, disappointed by this, but know that it's not the end of the line because there will, I'm assuming, be an appeal. So, yeah, so you assume that this will go to the Supreme Court, do you? And, and on what grounds would you be interested in taking it to the Supreme Court? Well, again, it would be her legal team to determine the grounds, but I do expect that they would appeal it because this is a matter of really huge significance. And both in this present case and more broadly, citizenship stripping 
was it fell out of disuse after the Nazis used it. Britain is the only country in the G20 to use citizenship stripping in bulk. It's a totally unaccountable power. And in fact, the court decision today that upholds the government's, the lawfulness of the process the government has gone through just exemplifies the problem that we have. A Home Secretary can make a decision based on what he or she thinks is conducive to the public good. We don't actually know what went into that decision. So you've read out the court judgment. We haven't heard why they say she's a threat. We haven't had... Well, it's, it's, it's secret, isn't it? The evidence, uh, you know, it's understandable that some evidence has to be kept secret. This was evidence from MI5 and MI6, wasn't it, at the previous hearing? But it is understandable that some evidence has to be kept secret, isn't it? Some evidence, but as a, with a matter so serious as citizenship stripping, where two out of five British nationals from an ethnic minority background could be stripped of citizenship without notice, without a proper process, without being able to have their case heard openly, without being able to see the evidence against them. I think that's a terrifying situation. And as I say, Britain's the only country that does this in the G20. We are second to Bahrain and Nicaragua only in stripping citizenship in this way. And the okay. secretive nature of it compounds the problems. Okay, thanks very much uh, for talking to us. That's uh, Maya Foa, Director of Reprieve. Thank you.